So, nothing left to do but turn the engine over, gearheads. Welcome to another Lug Nuts. Recorded 27 November. Right? November. I wrote October. I didn't say October. It's November. Mustang still dominant. Dominoes and GM. The new Flying B. We're also going to talk about the new S60. That and more. Thank you for joining us. Right on over here, PJ or well, pjandwh.com and facebook.com backslash lug nuts podcast. That's where we're going to find every single lug nuts and Triforce podcast for your viewing pleasure, as well as the pleasure of viewing this first story. There it is the all new Ford Mustang 2024 GT. Oh. 450 horsepower from a naturally oh, oh, aspirated five liter V8. The fourth generation Coyote power plant. And there's going to be a six speed manual option. Say it slow. A six speed manual option. Oh, yeah. They have a, it's nice, nice looking all over. It is, it's but six-speed manual Whoa. and all those specs you said. Ooh, how mm-hmm. could you not want this car? Uh, there was some sort of transmission thing that people were unhappy with. They're mm-hmm. doing away with. They might be doing away with that. Okay. With the proper trim line. Let's look at the backside. It's all about the backside and the trim line. Obviously, uh, you yeah, got your That's where they Maroni got the uh, uh, six-speed manual. Yeah, the Maroni. Five a liter. That's fantastic. Ooh. Not a bad backside. That's uh, right up there in the MacMan's favorite back ends. I got to tell you, it's nice, sleek, stylish, exactly iconic, like you want the back end of this car to be. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just how, great look all over. How can you keep changing this? It's a nice shade and of blue. And still keep it traditional and looking new every year. I mean, the engineers, the designers of the mm. car really have a big challenge of not changing it too much because then people yeah, hate then, it. Well, the, and depreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's just so many factors of, like, that guy probably has high anxiety, I'd imagine. Well, it's good to be Ford unless Ford recalls uh, SUVs escape Bronco Sport in the United States. Potential crack in the vehicle's fuel line could cause fires to break out under the hood, according to Ford and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You know, I don't want to blame all these recalls on 2020, but I feel like there was a lot of shoddy workmanship back then. Ford, Ford's been struggling in many, many <laughs> A lot. <laughs> so the fuel injector can crack... And okay. then cause fire under the hood, and not in a comical way. Especially no, I mean, if you're in the car, I don't think that. Would look, be especially very when fun. you're looking at normal injectors. Normal injectors with cars, they mm-hmm. are direct injected, so it's like cylinder injector, 
Like, they're right there. So if you get a crack in that shit, it's next to everything that is important. So that's a big no-no. It's a big, that's a very important part, and you don't want, I don't want any of my car catching fire. I mean, as a general rule, I think that's a good thing. You know, just no fires. You know, Chevy Bolt told us that was a no-no. I think we should stick with that. Well, we can stick with this next story. Because Domino's has picked Chevy to be their delivery car and car for executives. I got to tell you, I mean, it's not like Domino's Pizza is going anywhere. It's very convenient. I worked for him for a time. I mean, put these, put these people in EV cars. And, I mean, there's a big footprint that's going to be put down. They ordered 800 vehicles to go across the remaining Domino's locations that survived uh, Not doing COVID. too well. 259-mile range. That's I'm surprised to good. hear Domino's ain't doing too well. Surviving uh, is some not of them, a good word. Uh, I'm, I'm sugar. I'm dramatizing. Okay. They had to close... Some store. Everyone had to close. Some oh yeah, stores. I mean, yeah. But clearly, they're gonna do even better with a bolt. <laughs> if they don't depends on where they get their. Like, <laughs> yeah, and well, what I think about the Chevy Bolt is shut your all. Oh, that is Chevy stance. If anything goes wrong. <laughs> You're just to shut your hole. <laughs> because they had a problem with fires. So. <clears throat> no way. Fire sale. <laughs> I guess that's not going to be on the, the banner for their next marketing campaign, huh? Probably not. I'd but imagine no. you might be interested in this next marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Alpha. Stellantis, uh, the parent company, is rolling out a new Alpha Torndale. It will be sold... Only as a plug-in hybrid. Okay. I mean, there's a model. There's a a, a, a market for that, fine. for the plug-in hybrid, any kind of hybrid, you know. The the Dodge is the same thing, but they offer an engine engine. Oh, so like a real car. Yeah, a real car. Oh. So you're not just so putting if a you, car the out Dodge for Hornet. a select market. You're yeah. putting a... Car out so they were going to put a two-liter engine in it, okay. but uh, you can find that in the Dodge Hornet, which is <laughs> basically the same thing, if that's what you fancy. It's like an engineer going, man, that's a nice engine. Or, you know what? I'm going to put you in that. And you could have you an Alpha. You know, it makes sense. I owned a Dodge. And you know what? It all just wraps up to it being a Peugeot 408. Basically. <laughs> it's basically everything nowadays. It's one of our highest viewed uh, episodes so far in recent history. Is it's ba- the whole the last podcast is it's basically a perjury pour away. And yeah, yeah that, uh, that this is, is uh, I can't remember the name of their SUV, but that's what this is the Dodge Hornet. <laughs> the or Dodge for What are they calling it? Torndale? Torndale? Yeah. The Alpha Torndale. They were originally going to offer two engine types. But they'd like to cut carbon emissions by 40%. So that's so a no. Huh? Alpha is that 40%. Uh, 
Ooh. Well, they're going to 272 horsepower plug-in hybrid that has 180 horsepower, 1.3 liter inline four powering the front wheels and 121 horsepower electric motor powering that back end. That's a nice back end power, giggity. It was going to get a two liter, but no. Nah, you can find that two that. liter in the Dodge Hornet. <laughs> you're not good enough for that. You want that, you buy the Hornet. Same thing, different body. Different badges. Different engine. In fact, I think the Dodge Hornet is on sale now. Maybe. I mean, Black Friday deals, man. Sure, it might be. Check out <laughs> Depending Dodge on when you watch Alpha this. Persia dealer. Of course, if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear it first. And you'll hear this next story. There it is. The brand new Prius. It looks like all the other Priuses, just with like a more squinty, judgmental front. You know, I like it more. It's I less, do. It's it less, does. I like a judgmental the other one, Prius. I think I, I mostly think hated it. I hated the shape. Yeah, it was an ugly shape. The shape was associated with the pretentiousness of the people that first bought them and had to tell you a lot about it. Yes, it's like they were vegan. It's like the old Rogan yeah. bit to where they were holding their breath like, a vegan. Oh, come on. I'm a Prius. Oh, I'm so sorry. But as a I Toyota technician, away. I found the first gen- couple generation Priuses very disappointing because their brakes lasted 30,000 miles. Hmm. You changed brakes more frequently than you changed tires because of the regenerative braking. They didn't tell you that. They told you all about the fuel efficiency. They, they were they were learning about this. It'll be available with a larger. Now. They will be available with a larger two liter engine, fifty seven miles to the gallon, four wheel drive and front wheel drive and all wheel drive versions, zero to sixty seven point three. New engine is now the most efficient hybrid engine sold in the United States. The previous most efficient engine was the Hyundai Ion Blue Hybrid that was no longer made. It also got 57 miles to the gallon. I feel like other cars probably got better than 57, I thought. Uh, Hybrid. Oh, hybrid. Okay. It's a special classification of hybrid, I imagine. Uh, let's take a look at the other sides. Uh, okay. There's the back well, end. That's not a bad back that, end. That's a really nice back end. That's a lot better that's than the first much, gen. Oh, yeah. That's a much. So much better. Better improvement. It's a much ah. nicer looking car, especially from this angle. It totally sells it. I now understand the the nursery rhyme of the ugly dunkling turning <laughs> into the swan. Because <laughs> that's Who not a bad looking that duckling Prius, could look man. that good. It's not a bad looking Prius. It looks nice. It's that pretty back good. End? The back end, it's got a nice profile. Yeah. I mean, we're skeptical, obviously, but we were talking about the new angles shape. last week. It has the right kind of curvature. You know, on I the think roof. you go up to that other one. I think it's just the angle of the photo. I think it'll look much yeah. better in person. Than I mean. Light-wise, everybody's doing is the squinty LED that's, lights. Yeah, that's... All that. But it has a nice, big front windshield. Oh, yeah. And it looks like it has a nice bubble at the top, which gives you more cabin room 
while still having that low to the ground and all that kind of shit that the engineers want to have in there, you have that in this. And it's a nice option, i got to say. Yeah, I think it's a bad camera angle, I think. Oh, yeah, is there another some, better, I think some cars, some cars, the inside mm. looks like a uh, Prius. <laughs> it looks like a Prius. It looks like a Toyota. <laughs> it has looks never like changed. You know what that changed? They stuff. added a screen here instead of dashboard and a tiny radio. It looks like I could wipe a uh, one of those whiteboard things mm-hmm. over the front of it. and uh, Oh, yeah. And underneath that, because so ah. you get a different one. The panoramic roof. Everybody's panoramic? trying to. Oh yeah, that's they're fantastic. adding that roof in there to where I mean, nobody ever cared about the passengers looking at the sky in the past, but it's a nice feature to have in a car to where your passenger can now oh, stare at the sky like, hey, that looks like a turtle. It has. It affects your mood as well. Oh, yeah, so much more sunroof. light gets inside. Yeah, the more light. Yeah. So much. Oh yeah, it's definitely very beneficial. <laughs> like. This next new story. We're flying on to this next story. Here it is, the all-new Flying Bee. Bentley is redoing the Flying Bee mascot. I would have liked it better if they actually made it look like a bee. Like, not just the letter B, but like an actual, like, the insect, a bee, and a bee. uh, Funny you should say that. It was created in the 1920s. The original ones didn't have it. Uh, 1920s, they created the... Something like this, and have an Art Deco uh, oh. in the 30s. They changed it. Uh, now they're, I'm sure they changed it more than that. I just stopped reading at that point. Man, I, I find full tell article you, on Forbes. I'd like to see that lost 60s style to where this guy was just drinking Tim well, Leary's Kool Aid, and they were just like, Look, Chuck, we have to let you go because this is not going to be on the car. Well, they love the flying bee, and it's got a fiber optic cable in there, cast from a single cool. piece of three sixteen grade stainless steel. That's awesome. Uh, with an austalanic crystalline structure that is tough yet capable of withstanding temperatures and corrosion resistant. I guess it goes up the shaft here, giggity, like the Enterprise, and then it goes up the front, and I guess that's like a I don't know. It's just a little, like, I don't know where it is. But well, I imagine it's that little it, dot I right think it front. could be in the bottom, the base oh, the there. the base here? No, uh, just illuminating Oh, just it. the whole base? Okay. I, yeah. I think that might they're be not it. going in the structure, because if you look down, they'll show you how it's made. Oh, Wow. They cast it the same way they cast yeah, anything, anything else. Yeah. Okay. Then they uh, There's dip the, it. Yeah. Dip it. Diggity. And uh, if you ever right. wanted to know how they made one. That's it. Forbes is a great way to. They put a lot of work in it. They obviously. do. They really put a lot of thought in their articles. If you can afford a million dollar car to start. Yeah. You're not doing bad. I mean, if you're putting this kind of thought just into the hood ornament that oh. barely anybody besides a car guy will even pay attention to. Yeah, they pay attention to how they change it. You're like, oh, oh this sure. one's not supposed to be on that one. It's what a 1919. Yeah, it's a Leno. Actually, they didn't change it until 1931. Yeah, the 30s didn't really have it the whole time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, um, midway through in October, they actually changed that and toward the end of the year. Like, why do you know this? Okay. Because he's Jay Leno. 
<laughs> Fair enough. The more you know. This is the all-new electric Jeep Wagoneer. Uh-huh. I think it's a good look. It looks nice. With the lights there, that's that's a really good look for a uh, SUV. Do you remember the last time they tried electric? They got like a ridiculous five-mile range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've made up for it here with a 400-mile range on a single charge. You'd be working with 600 horsepower, all-wheel drive, 0 to 60, 3.5 seconds. Okay, but does it take a fortnight to fucking charge? Uh, <laughs> you got 400 miles! It's a it takes short, a week! We'll be talking about this one more. It's a short article. They mention it's aerodynamic and sleek grill with LED lights. Well, yeah, no, you see that here with the LED lights. And it's a slick-looking it, uh, If It SUV. just kind of looks like, you know, little fingers dug into the front of it, and you got a little light illuminating it. It doesn't look bad. They have an all-black kind of sleek you know, SUV. And they really, they really nailed it this time with 400 miles. That's a reasonable amount of miles instead it is. of like before when it was like 10. Yeah. I mean, look, when you're looking at EVs and mileage, it's really, I mean, there is going to be that market in the future. We're going to figure out the infrastructure and these cars are going to have life with 400 mile range. Now, I'm interested as to the lifespan of the battery packs because, you know, those things are not cheap you know what i mean the batteries are the biggest problem it shouldn't be the amount of replacing the roof on your house you know they're They're very expensive i don't think it should be that my suggestion drive little and lease you shouldn't just buy a new car like well the battery died i guess i need a new car if you need a new car you might want to pick a car that David Letterman and Paul Newman himself would have liked. It's a good idea. Here it is, the Volvo S60. If you've ever said, wow, I didn't know Volvo could do that, you're probably looking at one of these. You know what? No, or the, the, uh, the, what is it, the C30 or the C60, their hatchback? That one is another rocket ship. <laughs> Volvo. I, I looked at that. That was the first Volvo. I was like, hang on, you guys do that and pillows? Yeah, and, you know, it kind of hurts me every time I see an S60 going 20 miles an hour below the speed limit. I'm like, oh. You have such potential. Squandered on (laughs) speed minimums. The S60 employs a forced air induction turbocharged electric charge, 312 horsepower, 2-liter inline 4, the most power a Volvo has ever packed. In an engine. This is combined to make a total of 455 horsepower, 523 torques. They're uh, tapping on an electric battery with a 14.9 kilowatt battery. In Here's the, the thing. Forced oh. air induction. That's the same thing as a turbo or a supercharger. It's literally what it does. Cram more air in there. Get it out. Yeah, but it sounds awesome. It's just taking the pr- it's taking the name. It's like no, this isn't this isn't Sprite. It's Spot, but it's got a zero sixty time of four point one seconds. I'll allow it. 
does the quarter mile in 12.512. Whatever you got to do to sleep, man. That's fine. That's the fine. EV range is only 41 miles, but that's not bad. Now, as far as interiors, we get a lot of different looking interiors. This is... It's a good looking interior. It's a Volvo style interior for the future. You have your center tablet there with your screen, right? And you still, it, it's still very Volvo though. It's just, it says, drive me in the very yeah, Norwegian like a, climates. Wonderful. You know? Fantastic looking it interior. It looks like it was built by people who worked at IKEA. Okay. Well, they probably don't work at the same place. No, no. They're just related. But it's a nice interior, nonetheless. Uh, EPA, 41-mile range, but they, uh, car and driver got 34 at uh, 70. So, And a clear who shi- shifter? Who doesn't want a flip button on their shifter? Is it like a flip button? I don't know what that is. Is it just a clear shifter? I may be fantasizing, but it looks like a flip button. Where you flip it up and go. I don't think it's your men in black. Like, remember the red button? You know what? It could be the push control, the red button. Flip it up and control the uh, the thing on the screen with the thumb. It could flip just it be a clear shifter. We're just it could be a hard. clear shifter <laughs> as <But> well. <laughs> I do like your red button theory of just like boop, boop, and so, then like the James Bond missiles pop out of the side. So. <laughs> That's isn't that the fantasy? I'm not allowed to have ordinance. You know, it's only it's only a little thumb thing, but I pretend (laughs) I'm blowing you up with a missile. Everyone does, and I just move the uh, the cursor across the screen. Pew 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 pew. Yeah, and you make the pew pew sounds. Yeah, Uh, they changed the uh, tax credit uh, laws, but this one is eligible for the full seven thousand five hundred dollar tax credit. Okay. Electric vehicle tax credit. You can bump that off the starting price of $52,345. I mean, it definitely helps having that tax credit involved in it. Breaking from 70 to naught, 178 feet. From 100 to naught, 359 feet. When we started this podcast, we were making fun of electric vehicles. And now it's That's just. true. It's just these are here. In our defense, if it's funny, I'll make fun of anything. <laughs> well, my I point mean, is the, the change in technology and how like we look at these vehicles and we criticize, but ultimately some of these features will actually pan out in the fire. This, this looks like a really... Let's look at some of those. Uh, view all the photos. The gallery. Yeah. It's not a bad. I like it in white. I don't mind the white. It looks nice. I it mostly, I think they have the kind uh, of an Acura front grill because they have that wide grill there. I think they only offer grayscale. Oh yeah, yeah, no. and then you get. I don't blue. think it comes in red or blue. I mean, you'll usually see a Hot gray, a black, a white, accents and then like, like maybe a red. But it's Volvo not bad, is not really risky. It's like not that. a bad side view. Nice profiled car. You know, it, it it does not look bad let's, from that let's side. See, let's see what the back end looks like. They got the back end. Oh, right there. Looks very like Volvo. Volvo. Looks, but nice. It, yeah, I can't say just, I don't like it. No, light lights are nice. Yes. Properly, you know, 
placed and everything. It just the car flows per- properly. You know, it's like a, a white guy named Greg. Sure. And if that guy would like to check out the Lug Nuts podcast, he could go to uh, Facebook dot uh, Lug Nuts podcast. Facebook dot com backslash Lug Nuts podcast, or he can hop on over to pjamdwh dot com, where you're gonna find all of our great content, as well as all of our announcements and triumphs and tribulations, and all of our social medias. So we always end off because. Uh, it can't go on forever, and it does not matter if you drive an Opal or a Citron because nothing rolls without lug nuts. Because it's all just a Peugeot 408. <laughs> In other news, uh, Volkswagen is totally overhauling their infotainment system. It's apparently crap. Like it that is. ugly, Like that ugly ID, whatever it is. That's your replacement? For the Gulf, try again. They essentially had a virtual boy as their HUD and all mm. entertainment system for a while. They didn't have infotainment systems when I had a Volkswagen. Had a radio. That's it. And it was red. No, it had a CD player. Killer sound system. We'll see you next week, gang. Drive on. Drive on lug nuts. Here we gather again <laughs> for the automotive news that never ends. One thing that doesn't. Oh, no, it does end. <laughs> Very it sharply. Um, one thing that I did see was that Daniel Ricardo. Uh, excuse me. Daniel Ricardo signed on to be the third driver for Red Bull. Great. I mean, he was in the back of the pack last season, so I mean, he's he is a good driver. He just didn't fit with that team. So and the car, so the car Red Bull, a great, great team. Work. I think he's been with Red Bull. Well, going even still, I think he's the, been with Red Bull. The before. team they have with Red Bull with him, I think that's how you sure up your bets. A lot like sharing up that subscribe button right there, right below. That's where you're going to like and comment. Above my head, the very best purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. Above Big Brother's head, it's going to be every single Lug Nuts podcast in a playlist. And until we meet again, we end off the same way, which is none other than our main man, Connor, saying, Drive on, Lug Nuts. We'll see you next week, gang. Bye-bye. Drive on, Lug Nuts.